Well, hello everybody, and a warm welcome to our podcast. It's Wednesday today, I think, and um, today is vaccination day for me. Woohoo! I have somehow, even though I'm in my mid thirties, I have managed to get uh, to the top of the list, and I think this must be because of my um, occupation. So finally, being a vicar has a perk. Um, so yeah, I'm chuffed a bit. There was there was a bit of a there was a bit of a dilemma going on for me in my head about this when they uh, I got the text last last uh, last week, and I I fully believe that I th- I think that teachers should be getting them ahead of me, and uh, so I had this whole debate going on in my mind, which is should I refuse it because of the principle of the matter. And I spoke to some friends of mine who are teachers and they said, Ruth, don't refuse it because if you refuse it, then it just means it's not going to make us get it any quicker, um, which they're right about. Obviously, obviously, they're absolutely right about that. But um, yeah, I can't make them get it any quicker or send them instead of me, which is what I would quite like to do. Um, but, you know, it's really good news. I'm really pleased. I'm uh, getting done today and I... I, I probably will never know why it is that I've uh, been called up but I am pleased so anyway let's pray this Wednesday O Lord open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise hear our voice O Lord according to your faithful love according to your judgment give us life Blessed are you, God of compassion and mercy, to you be praise and glory forever. In the darkness of our sin, your light breaks forth like the dawn, and your healing springs up for deliverance. As we rejoice in the gift of your saving help, sustain us with your bountiful spirit, and open our lips to sing your praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. Uh, There we are. As we rejoice... In the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So our Bible reading today comes from Hebrews chapter 10, and we're looking at verses 15 to 18. Hebrews 10, 15 to 18. The Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. First, he says... This is the covenant I will make with them after that time, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Then he adds, their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. And where these have been forgiven, sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary. So our reading today from Tim Hughes. It's always horrible to lose something of worth. When this happens, we are sure to search high and low until we have found whatever we have lost. For a parent, the worst nightmare must be that of a child going missing. I remember when I was about 10, coming home from school to find my mum deeply distressed. My little brother, Stephen, who was about four at the time, had been missing all afternoon. My parents had looked everywhere and the police were now involved in the search. I started running around the neighborhood, calling out for Steve, desperately hoping he'd be all right. After about half an hour, I came back home and was in our back garden when I saw something in the bushes and went to investigate. To my delight, I found Stephen fast asleep under the bush. He had been playing football and had kicked the ball into the bush. He obviously went to recover the ball, but for some bizarre reason decided to have a little siesta there. 
Immediately, everything was all right. The panic and fear became a distant memory. All that mattered was that Stephen was found. Luke's Gospel tells us the story of when Mary and Joseph lost their son, Jesus. Whenever I read this story, I'm surprised at how Mary and Joseph failed to notice that Jesus wasn't with them for so long. How could they lose their 12-year-old son? Were they bad parents? Did they not care about Jesus? It is reasonable to suppose that Mary and Joseph loved their son, so what happened? It seems that in the Russian stress of organising everyone to return home after the festival, Mary and Joseph took their eyes off Jesus. They assumed he was in their company. They had become complacent that Jesus would always be with them and had, for a while, stopped paying attention to his whereabouts. It was only after a day that they actually took stock and realised Jesus was missing. When they eventually found him, Mary was clearly relieved, as well as being a bit cross, I'm sure. We can't be too harsh on Mary and Joseph. The truth is that at times we can all get complacent in our relationship with Jesus. So often I find myself rushing around from meeting to meeting, and it's only when I get to the end of the day that I look back and realise that I've failed to involve Jesus in all that I've done. I haven't been mindful of him and have assumed that I'm walking in his paths. I keep on doing all the things, all the right things, but inwardly I'm not maintaining my relationship with my Saviour. So now our common worship responses. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. You are the God of my salvation. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I hope all the day long. O my God, in you I trust. Remember, Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. So our prayers today come from the writings of David Adam. Let us pray. We give thanks for all who have cared for us in times of weakness, for those who have uplifted our spirits and given us new hope. We pray for our friends and loved ones, especially any who are finding life difficult at this time. We pray for any in our community that may feel neglected or rejected. We pray for all who are in weakness of body, mind or spirit, all who have come to the end of their own resources, and remember all who are losing their mobility or agility, those who are losing their memory, and all who have lost their grip on reality. For those who no longer trust in anyone, and those who doubt the love of God, for those who are caring for the loved ones for loved ones in illness. We give you thanks that Christ is our healer and redeemer, and he will not allow us to be lost. We pray for those departed who in, who are renewed and refreshed in the light and love of God. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer, and this is in the slightly more modern version. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Well, thank you once again for being with me. I will look forward to being with you again tomorrow. I am going to be uh, um, dodging work this morning by procrastinating watching the cricket because it's on Channel 4, which is so exciting. And it's a day-night match, which means that uh, it's at a reasonable time, even though it is being held in India. So I'm very excited about this, and I'm sure that David will be 
doing the same as I am and uh, dodging work by uh, uh, watching cricket. Yeah, so that's my uh, my day planned out, as well as getting my vaccination this afternoon, which is very exciting. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my plan. Um, have a really good day, everybody, and I will be with you tomorrow. So may God, our Redeemer, show us compassion and love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.